Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> we just went on a tirade. Here we are. We like to... Just um, to just talk shit and then we we cut it off and we go right away uh, go right into soups like a morning radio like morning everybody morning hi hi hi. Hi. and you know who else was a dick (laughs) hi good morning lady journey welcome to lady journey (laughs) (laughs) yes welcome welcome everybody to lady journey thank you for listening thank you for tuning in thank you for liking subscribing which comments please do and um, we have a, uh, an amazing guest today, Liz Mealy. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for coming Welcome. on, Liz. Yeah. I appreciate it. Liz, you're on such a lady journey. I, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm <laughs> caffeinated. I, I feel like I'm ready oh, for all of this. Me too. I am over-caffeinated. That's my, <laughs> I'm not, iced coffee, I can't really handle it, but when it gets warm, I'm like, I think I'm ready to spiral. Man. Oh, <laughs> it's exciting to oh, hit iced exciting. coffee season. Oh my That's God. my favorite. You're cleaning your home suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> it's already clean. You're like, I feel like I should scrub the counters. <laughs> mm, it's the best. It's the best. So, Liz, um, I'm so excited because we have we do like a lot of travel stuff on the pod, and you've got a big trip coming up. You're going yeah, you to travel a lot. Yeah, you're you're I always do. going places. You're, I mean, you're you're an international comedian and <laughs> sensation. Yeah. <laughs> Where oh. are you the biggest? Yes. Um, probably England. I think okay. Yeah, I think England and I. Th- think australia is starting to catch up but i have only been to australia once as yeah. opposed to like i i go to england every year now oh. how um why do you think england you're because you're english speaking it, that, it does help okay um okay. for both <laughs> countries uh, 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 and i think that honestly uh, what i've learned from traveling is almost everywhere takes in so much american television and movies yeah so and then of course how many all most movies are set in la or new york and then just like stand up in general, like just the universal nature of what everybody is taking in around the world. Like everybody knows Marvel movies. Like you don't really have to change your act in general because there's, if I say Beyonce or I say, you know, Spider-Man, pretty much everybody in the world knows those references. Yeah. But I think more importantly, this kind of New York disposition, like who I am as a person reads as a character. So I'm like on stage being like, I'll fucking kill your mother. And they're just like, ah, oh, she's fun. <laughs> like, we love her. So I think in general, like accent and just disposition is an off putting because they take it in with the characters that they've grown up with and watch every uh, Okay, you every fit day. into their paradigm of yeah. like Long Island, like disgruntled woman. Yeah, I don't like the Long Island part, but, um, <laughs> but every well, Jersey, I'll every, say Jersey. Yeah, I'll we'll say go Jersey, Jersey yeah. trash is what I'll accept. Um, <laughs> but I think that's part of it. But I would think, I also believe, especially for England itself, is that I think. And I think a lot of places, they feel how you feel, but culturally, they would never respond that way. They would never say that. Yes. So if I tell a joke about telling somebody to go fuck themselves in the middle of the street, they're like, yes, I agree. But they would never do that. They can't do they it. Would, they would be like, oh, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so repressed. <laughs> so, so there is something about both the act of doing stand-up and publicly putting out my laundry, but then also just my aggressive, angry disposition and just how I say things, I've just noticed, and I've kind of changed from like monotone to just becoming my true angry self. Mm. But I think in general, what I've noticed in the 10 years of touring England is just 
I think they relate to me in a way like I used to think I was born in the wrong place because like they relate to me in a way that like I murder so well in London and there'll be times that I, like California like somebody will be like oh you know is it weird performing in like Sweden and I'm just like I don't know they speak better English than us and they think I'm funny I bomb in LA all the time yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. just there's something about like and I, I yeah. have bands now in California so I do better but I spent the first 10 years of my career being like ah I must be so East Coast. I must be so like New Jersey, New York, just like ah, that like when I would tell a joke, they'd be like, just fucking go for a walk. Why are you chill out, bro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it's funny to just go to different countries and be like, oh, my disposition, even if they don't put it out there, their internal feelings mirror this country better than just the, the fact that the U.S. is so big. That, mm. like, who I am, like, I do all right in, like, Texas, but, like, I've bombed in West Virginia so many times that I'm, like, oh, is that? Oh, my God. Uh, you know the I mean? coal mining towns. They don't get me. <laughs> you know what they I mean? They like, don't get me. <laughs> but it is. It's so fascinating to be, like, these places that I've never been to relate to me more than places that I've been to a yes. million times on the yeah, road. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I won't go to Miami anymore. Yeah, why? Well, I don't. Do stand up. Yeah. I just eat a big dick there yeah. and there's a disconnect yeah yeah we are i'm sure i could probably find rooms smaller yeah but every time i've done like a show and there it's like a guy that's promoted it's big and it's like the night out you're like this it's but just it's a party, awful it's a party town and yeah, like the you relatability, i'm dry yeah. the relatability yeah. is not there you know? exactly it's like miami you have to be like any like you know how like when you go to the beach it's hot <laughs> But I don't even know if it has to, like, I almost think disposition-wise, it yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. that you wouldn't do well in Miami. Well, I'm not like, as animated. Whole, you're not animated. You're, I, you know, I love you dearly, but Thank you're not you. a party. No, I'm not a party. <laughs> I am not a party. Yeah, you're a tea party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a day party. party. Go to yes. London. Yeah. have tea parties there. That's no, so have you done a tea in London? What's, did you do I, any, like, high teas there? I don't know if I've done a high tea, but, like, I genuinely love tea and, like, Love it, tea. I like. Th- I I have a niece, and like I remember, she's like, "Do you want to have a tea party?" And I was like, "I've been waiting for years oh, for yeah. somebody to invite me my to a tea god. party." I like anything on tears. <laughs> oh my god! Give me sandwiches, sandwiches finger sandwiches, cut perfectly. But I I do I like the ceremony of it, and like when I was in Japan, same like I went to a couple like tea like tea houses, and like I I love I don't know I. I love somebody telling me about leaves I don't understand. Like yes. I love, yeah. I love all of it. Just the bitterness. <laughs> now, what, do you have a favorite type of tea or do you just love all teas? Um, I mean, clearly, like, so I what I've really learned is that I like a, like a milk tea, like even like, Ooh, so you think of like a latte. A milk tea. But like, that's where I think I've kind of grown into like, like I love bubble tea. I love anything that's like a little Ooh. bit of tea and mostly I love milk. Same. Yeah, I love I a tea like I milk. can choke I on. I, like I love that. Yeah, no, I, I like a, a hazard. But I... I, I do. I love, but I love like a black milk tea or like almond milk tea with that sweet, yeah, yummy. Yeah, I think I like melted ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> like in that no is, forms. Yes. But I, I don't know. I I think what I've been very fortunate about is that I've never felt like I fit in culturally anywhere. Like where I grew up in this commu- this comedy community, mm-hmm. just anything. And then I started touring, and it's just like, oh, you find like pockets of people that get you. And I think, I think people look at a fan base poorly in the sense that you know some people are like I'm just I'm just trying to be famous or I'm just trying to like work or whatever and I've started to be like I'm just individually finding my people around the world that just I can be myself and I don't have to change anything and I think some people are able to do it on a broad level but I don't I don't think any of us in this room hit a broad level as quickly as you can hit individuals and have them love you forever yeah well I I knew that I remember watching the documentary on Bill Hicks, his success. Yeah. He I'm would destroy in England, sell out, and then he'd come to America and it's just barely selling out club shows and it would 
kind of devastate him to be like, I don't understand why there's such a split in this. Mm-hmm. And then when he, I feel like then when he died, it's like he has become, it Smarter. almost feels like he was like ahead of his time here in the States. Absolutely. I mean, I discovered him when I was a teenager. I read all the like, cause all these like biographies came out when I was um, in high school. Uh, I think like a documentary and like I, I listened to all his albums and I, I wonder if like unconsciously that, cause I remember reading that and it, I really did feel so unaccepted here in a way that like, I don't want to say didn't make sense because I think we all go through that. And I think this business is so hard and it leaves so many people on the outskirts. But I just, in some ways it was fortunate that I, I was, it was so hard here that I kept being like, well, I'll just get better. And then it was hard. And I was like, I'll just get better. And then eventually I was like, oh, I think I'm pretty good. Like I accidentally worked too hard. But like when I went overseas, they were kind of like, they, they just kind of engulfed me in a way that I was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I could be accepted. <laughs> like, That's yeah, wonderful. yeah. And That's it, wonderful. And I kind of, a couple of things, like whenever like a new comic, like, you know, we travel all over the country, you know, have like an opener from Chicago or an opener from Denver, and they'll be like, what is it like in New York? And you're like, it's hard. But I do think if you, I think it's worth being the new fish somewhere, as, as hard as it is to be the new Jack anywhere, I think there's so much value to it. And the because I started in New York, the only time I experienced it was going overseas and all of a sudden I was like oh 10 years into my career where I felt invisible and not good enough all of a sudden just because I was a new jack all of a sudden people are like oh this girl's pretty good and yeah. you're like what nobody's ever said that yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yes that's exciting that and is exciting so I do actually really encourage a lot of like new comics whether they pick LA or New York for whatever reason like it's going to be fucking hard but there actually is a benefit to being the new kid on the block and if you utilize it if you're prepared for it yeah it could be the best thing that happens to you but it's still going to be starting over even if it's a little bit start over it could be a massive start over so like with with the UK and really all of Europe I, because I wasn't going to live there it wasn't starting over but because I was willing to do the work um, that I had done back in the U.S. because I was like, maybe this is where I'm going to be and maybe this might be a new beginning. I started over in a little bit, but I, be 10 years in, I went through the phases a lot quicker than somebody that would have started yeah. in Europe. Well, I remember hearing that with like Maria Bamford when she was in Minneapolis, I think it was. They were like, they just didn't get it. And then she moved to L.A. and it was just like embraced immediately. But I say, I, I did this like, this talk for like this kind of women's like, comedy group so it was like anybody from like open micers to women that have been doing it for like 10 years and I remember this woman was basically like I don't feel like I'm doing well here but I don't know what to fix and I go hey I don't know anything about you I don't know anything about what you're doing but it's worth traveling around anywhere because if you're in a think of it like this way if you're in a community let's just use the stand you're at the yeah. stand and everybody's dick joke is murdering. And then you go up like me and talk about cats and you're not doing well. Does that mean my cat jokes aren't good? Possibly. Or this isn't the right environment for <laughs> yes. my cat jokes. Yes. And then <laughs> I need go, to find a cat cafe. I, exactly. You, need to find a cat you know what cafe. I mean? And I'm doing a really rudimentary idea of what this is. But if you're in Minnesota bombing and then you go to England and murder, does it mean that you don't have value? No, it just means this isn't the right audience for you. Yeah. So some communities, there's some open mic. You're starting in an open mic and everybody's doing fart jokes and you want to fucking talk about philosophy, you're not going to grow there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you're is not, not me. But you're not going to get better. And yeah. I think I feel really fortunate that like I was raised in a place that like, 
yes, work hard, get better and be better at what you're doing and, and, and try to be try to look yourself in the mirror and be proud. But also I refuse to let any industry or any business tell me I can't do what I love. Even if I don't yeah. make a dime from it, I still should be able to do what I want to do. That's a, that's an inspirational advice that applies across every platform. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. if you're starting, if you're starting a soap business, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like it's true. It's like you have to set your mind to it and then, and then put in the action, you know? And I think like, that's something that a lot of people miss out on. A lot of people miss out on that crucial step of like setting a goal and then like steadily working towards the goal. But I also think everything's so forward facing even more so than when we started, but like there's this now it's like you do it and then you put it online but before online even existed kind of like we, when we started it was just like if your peers saw it too early or if the industry saw it too early and I think there's something about if you just want to do this and take away success take away making money if you just want to do this then fucking find where you can do it but I think everybody's like I'm doing it and nobody likes it or I'm doing it and it's not going well and it's like well, it started out just for you. So yeah. who cares that these people don't like it? Get better. And I know that's so hard because you don't know what better is in the beginning, but eventually you do start to find out what is good and what is value and your peers and your friends start to let you know if you're on the right path. But I refuse to let the like believe that the industry or the algorithm are the only people that know what value is. No, it's and you know what? That's what I love about you, Liz. Like you really have a belief in yourself. You I know, don't know like where it came from. know. I you know, I do. You're so strong. You're such a strong personality. Like I've always admired that about you. Just like even seeing you out, like you're always like the type of person that you're like, I am who I am, and everyone else can go fuck themselves. Yeah. And I admire and that. And they don't I, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of like in a different way I'm kind of always like oh fitting into a box you know people yeah. pleasing you know it's like when you see somebody else who does it so well and so strongly it's like you can't help but be like wow like and yeah hero well <laughs> Shiro it was like <laughs> Shiro when Ariel Elias had the beer can thrown at her and I was like <laughs> I yeah. know that she was probably doing jokes that didn't hit that demographic kind of political yeah, or yeah, just sure. like cultural war stuff and I was like so impressed that she stuck with it because I would have been like, "Hello, my baby," like <laughs> yeah. trying to get them to like me as much as possible. Yeah. Like, so yeah, my yeah, boyfriend, you guys want Trump? my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. I would have done anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like I voted for Trump. Yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, I have a tattoo. I just got it. Yeah. Like, Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Oh my God. It's so true. It's so true. But I, but I, I really admire that in you. I think that's one reason like uh, out of, you know, clearly you're an amazing business person, but like having that core self-belief is like huge. It's huge. And you are thriving and you do it so well. And I, I also just, I, I think, I think we've all experienced this. Like we all have friends that like, and don't get me wrong. I've gone through phases where like, I remember I lived with Carmen Lynch for years and I won't say the person's name, but there was like a comic that had just been around as long as we had been around. That was never good. He was never going to be good. He was just always bad. And yeah. you just that'll be on our Patreon. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It could be any one of hundreds of people, yeah. <laughs> and, but, he kept, of men. but he kept with it. And you're just like, God, I wish somebody would sit him down and be like, this isn't for you. Like yeah. this really it like he was a nice yeah. guy. And I would literally, I was having such a rough time, like 10 years in, I would sit at the kitchen table and I'd be like, am I da da da? Oh, and I had like, my guy. She's like, I you're had, not da da da. I was like, but am I, you would tell me if I'm delusional, right? Because like, I think I'm good, but like nobody thinks I'm good. So I'm going to keep going down. But like, I would want somebody to be like, honey, yeah, honey, yes. like it's start, really hard. start doing embroidery, start a craft show, like <laughs> yeah. do something. The external validation, you, once you get it, then you feel like you're always seeking it, seeking it, seeking it. And you have to, I think that what is what like 
the difference between having a core self-belief and not is when you have the core self-belief, no matter how little external validation you're getting. And I think it's so funny because I don't know if you've had people call you brave and I don't think anything that we do. I is have brave. never had that. I okay. know. <laughs> like there's nothing. <laughs> My there's soup nothing. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> soups do you love? <laughs> Top five soups. We're really putting ourselves out there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't I don't believe anything that we do as comedians is brave. I just don't. No, I mean, but it's not like brain surgery. No. Right? And, it, and it's like it's and selfish. It feels back handed when you get that <laughs> but i think it's, it's so i think brave. it's the opposite of the you know we were talking before the podcast about the trolls that kind of go after you and they're it's, and they're slightly jealous because you're doing what you want but like the and people they're welcome yeah, yeah. welcome <laughs> we but the appreciate them yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the people that call you brave are the positive version of that yeah, where they wish yeah. they were doing what you were doing but they can't and they're proud of you so it's like i've had people call me brave and doing this isn't brave but i think the 10 years i did this where the only person that thought I was good at it was like me and three friends and I just kept doing it, that feels like bravery. And anything that you do in your life where you have to stay the course and you have to just kind of believe that you're going to get better yeah. and that either the world is going to change or you're going to change or, or you're going to find your people. I mean, there was a couple of years where like, I mean, Carmen held me in her arms and like, oh, I, I mean, good cause she's tall. She's yeah, got no, long no, arms. No, she was <laughs> very good for that. Also like, she could hold several of us <laughs> in her arms. Yeah. And she needs to. <laughs> Carmen. <laughs> Ka Kyle Ocasio's uh, daughter was really young. We, we had her in one of our like web series things and she thought Carmen was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she would call Carmen to ask oh if gosh. I could sleep over because she loved me. It was like one of it's my how hilarious. Yeah, it's a, she's like seventeen now, so she oh hasn't called in a while. I know. Isn't like, that wild? You're yeah. like you see a kid that represents your comedy age. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like oh my god. That to be my best friend, and now <laughs> she's just like doesn't care about me. And I was yeah. like, everyone, do you want to sleep over? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I think. But I think that can be applied to everything, and I think the core belief is that I, I like being creative. I know that what I do is not for everybody, and that's fine. But I like doing it, and my goal is to reach as many people as possible while still maintaining who I am and still being the person that I want to be. I want to grow. Yeah, I want to get better. Huge. But yeah. at the same time, like, I, I remember, like, it really was a shift 10 years in, but, like, I started to be the comic that I was proud of. Like, and I think that's where – now it's unshifting where people can be like you suck or this isn't good enough or you didn't get this thing but it's like i like what i do like i yeah you have a you have a defined brand you have a defined niche yeah and it's successful yeah. and it's too. and you're thriving i saw this thing on tiktok that was like it's talking about now because we have everybody's doing fast content every everybody is drawing inspiration from stuff that's already available online like we're having the age of mediocrity <laughs> we're going into it's like you're going into a coffee shop now and it looks like every other coffee shop you ever been in because they're all yeah. going for this like slimmed down like minimalist beige aesthetic yeah. and I think that like with people putting up like a lot of quick content podcasts you know where it's like just talking 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 or like talking into the phone you know it's like stuff like what you do is going to become increasingly rare because what you do takes it takes such time and such care to define the niche and define your authenticity yeah, and I, I think there's going to be people that value that. And, like, I get comments all the time that are like, you don't have any new stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's 
you have to pay for it, you dumbass. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like yeah. it's so funny. Like, I had a guy that was just, like, all you do is, like, re-put up clips and da-da-da-da. I have three free hours. Three uh, yeah. out of four of my hours are free online. I just put out a documentary. I have, like, all these, like, web you series have a book? and stuff. I have a yeah, book. Yeah, you have a book. I have all this stuff. And I remember writing to a dude, and I was like, just so we're clear, literally hours and years of my life and my work is free online. And I know for a fact you have never given me a dollar. Yeah. What do you want from me? Exactly. What, do, what are you expecting from me? Do you believe that I don't have rent? Dude, I have two cats on a prescription diet. I need money. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. am making poor choices. Yeah. So for me, it's like I'm not – I appreciate all my fans. With, and I have a lot of fans that are like, hey, I have health problems. I can't come out. Dude, fucking watch my YouTube stuff. All I ask is you go send it to somebody that you Share think does it. have yeah. money. Yeah. You and that's I mean? all we ask. You know what I mean? Lady journey. You, you don't <laughs> have to be a part of the Patreon, but we all have one rich or friend. Your enemies. Yeah, we need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, share this with your enemies. Oh my God, that would skyrocket us. But I always I always tell people, like, my stuff is out there for free. I think there's value in that, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the decisions I've made business-wise. Yeah. But you as a fan can do your part equally free send it to your niece send it to your brother yeah. send it to your girlfriend like i put it on reddit dude yeah. put it on reddit and be like this i didn't like her but now i do you're i don't care what you say like there's a part of me that that fully believes that what you're doing is you're creating a community and that we're you're deciding what team you're on so if you're going to be on i like this type of comedy and i like somebody that works this way then you have to find ways to support it i think you have to tell your fans how to do it mm -hmm. and that's why we say things like like and subscribe because people that aren't in this business don't understand the value of what that actually yeah, does spreading yeah. but i i i'm very fortunate that i started because nobody wanted me industry or audience i started to find different ways to kind of get my my stuff out there and now I just kind of keep up on it and I'm not scared when the algorithm changes because it always changes and yeah things have never been easy and there's a part of me that's like now YouTube is getting saturated and that's something I was like 15 years ahead of and so it's like what's the next thing that we're going to do and the, if the whole goal is just I want to continue to make art and have people see it and pay my rent with my work then that's that shift is so much bigger other than, oh, I don't have enough followers or I lost six followers today or like this yeah. video is bombing. It's like, who cares? That video, the whole point of that video doing well was to sell tickets so that I continue to do my art. So that one didn't work, but that's not going to change who I am as a person or yeah. a comic. Yeah, it's putting in the work. It's putting in the admin, right? Yeah. Just putting in the hours of admin. Like any any small business, you have to do that type of stuff. I was talking with this young comic. Um, we were on the road this weekend, and he was like, "Ugh, you know, I don't want to do the social media. It's like, well, you don't, I don't know anybody that has a small business that doesn't do any type of marketing. Like no one will come to your coffee shop. Yeah, how are they? No one will know who you are. How will they get your soaps? <laughs> <laughs> how will they hear about your wedding party favors? Thank you for following me, wedding party favors on Instagram. I have followed back, <laughs> and I have an eye out. I have an eye out for those. But yeah, it's like. But it's that's such a valid point, and I know what sucks is that every artist just wants to be an artist, and I love like I love any kind of art. I love like people that paint. I love street art. Like I follow so many people that like hand make shit. I love that shit. They don't want to make it either. Nobody wants to do this. I do my mailing list. I will shout to the rooftops. Every comedian should have a mailing list. I hate 
doing my mailing list. Yeah, I, I do it quarterly. Ev- I hate yeah. everything about yeah. it. I do it once a year when I think of it. But, but <laughs> so join. You will not be spammed. Link in, link below. Link below. But it's important, and it's yeah. the reason. Like I could get canceled tomorrow and still be a, a successful comic because yeah. that's how important it is. I don't know what I'm gonna do to get canceled. Yeah, I'm I know. I was gonna say, it. what could you get canceled I'm for? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What let's try some stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are some buzzwords we can put out? But the truth of the matter is, is everything is fickle. And so there's people that are just like, you know, anything can be bought out by a billionaire and get ruined at any moment. So it's yeah. like fucking play the game. It's all a game. Just play the game so that you can live the life that you want to live. The same way that, like you said, any business is playing some kind of game, doing some kind of marketing. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that we have to do all of it. And that's not what we want to do. But I don't want a desk job. We, so we've been outsourcing. Yeah, I think Thank that's you, Lex. To Lex. So <laughs> Lex, shout out. Yeah, yeah. But you should. I think that's totally fine. To me, the the price hasn't made it. You know what I mean? Like the amount of money, like the amount of time it takes to do it, isn't worth the amount of money that I would be spending. But that yeah. it's right there. Like I'm yeah. ready to. Almost well, I do other comics, and then what the money that they give me, I, I give put. To somebody else. I give to somebody because <laughs> I can't do it on a personal level because I just don't no. want to be personally attached to it. I totally yeah. get yeah. that. Yeah, because I, I hate myself when no, I start no. watching <laughs> hours of myself. No, online. it's terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. I but know it gets hard. It's like staring in the mirror, and you just <laughs> see like you <laughs> stare your into pores. your one wrinkle. You're like, that's all they say. <laughs> I know I do my own videos too and I'm just like I'm like I cannot believe that I have this this is the sound of my voice <laughs> that I'm just assaulting people with it every day like hello <laughs> I it's so jarring but you know you got to do it you yeah. got to do it yeah. and people love it now uh, let's get on to some more important stuff here now Liz when you're going when you're going on an international trip as you are going you're going to Dubai what's in your suitcase I I need to know what are your what's your top anything five? That's like we'd be like ooh yeah. weird but yeah oh i get it yes it's, I, it's that's not me it's very little i will wear the okay. same pants over you, and over you pack again. light You're i light do packer. so one pants several tops yeah so yes. okay so okay. so okay so if it's local like if it's somewhere like i'm s- i sell my books so i'll have my s- whole suitcase will be books and i'll just roll pants around like literally yeah. it's like barely clothes and then it's and you're all talking bo- carry on 22 by yeah, by six. yeah, yeah. love it yeah, oh, I love super this. heavy i feel yeah. like i apologize to every books uber person a lot yeah they're very heavy and then the whole goal is to sell them so that I can just have this suitcase that I like throw in the wind. Like, yeah, when my suitcase <laughs> is like going home, like I want people to think like she dumped a dead body. Yeah. yeah. No, then um, you can fill up on trinkets. I do. I go to a lot <laughs> of trinkets. I go to a lot of thrift stores and vintage yes. stores. And I'm yeah. just like, I got two teacups for my tea parties. Yeah. So well, I um, know you love like art. You love like going to art shows. Yeah. And stuff, I like, love when like you lo- go town to town. Yeah. I like local art and I like I like weird shit. So, so great. So, th- so really what I'm packing is normal. What I'm taking home is weird as shit. Okay. I love buying oh gifts. I bought my sister I was in like Salt Lake City and I love like any kind of like flea market or art market and like two blocks from my hotel was this like art market that took up a whole park and I was like and they were like you know selling oh, like apple cider fabulous. donuts and like oh fabulous you know what I was, like i was like i was just like that's I, my safe word the I usual donuts. Dude, <laughs> dude i was like i was like high skipping i don't need anybody i love touching people's handmade jewelry i'm like so i ended up buying this christmas gift for my sister that was like an old like tuba or trumpet like just like a like a some kind of wind instrument i don't even know if that's true yeah and but he made it so that you put your phone on it and it the music goes through the instrument and my sister my sister both my sister and my brother-in-law are musicians and i just thought it was so cool i'm talking to this old man for like 30 minutes i got the price down i was like everything about it i was like super but then i sold all my books and my my suitcase was like two pairs of pants and then like a tuba (laughs) 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 like i know the 
x-ray guy is like, what? what is you happening? get your luggage searched. They're like, ma'am, we're going to need yeah. to pat you down. <laughs> Can you blow wrong. in this tuba? Yeah. Like, why do you just have, like, literally dirty underwear in a tuba? It's just so suspicious. But like you're Indiana Jones coming I, back with yeah. a weird. I do. I get treasures. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love a treasure. And then I love I love buying gifts. And, like, even, like, my, you know, my birthday was yesterday. And my little sister, like, always is like, is there anything you want? And, like, me and my sister are really close. I was like, I don't want anything. You don't have my, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. I was like, I will say I bought all your gifts while I was touring Europe a couple months ago. And you're going to, you're going to kill me how nice my gifts are. Like, yeah. you know what I, mean? I was <laughs> yes. in Madrid. I yeah. was in Paris. Like, I was just getting her little thing. And I know, and it's less about the money. It's just that she can't go there and get those things. And I'm a better sister. And that's yes. all I want to do is oh make my her God, feel bad. Oh, my God, that's great. And we will be, we'll be revealing the gifts <laughs> on Patreon. <laughs> But but yeah. like to me, I really love like I go to these weird like vintage stores and I get like a just something weird for somebody oh. that I give it to them for their birthday. It's six way better because people will be like, well, you grab me some, you know, you go overseas and you're like, well, everything you can actually just get in America. Yeah, everything's globalized now. Yeah. So when you it is fun going to the more of the street markets yeah. or the thrifting because you get more unusual gifts that are one of a kind. My buddy Burke, it's still my favorite gift I ever got him. It's a it's a nutcracker but it's legs so yeah. it's like a butt and legs oh, it's I like sexy it. legs <laughs> and it's so burkash and i got it for him and i got it it's like literally i got it in italy at like a vintage store and i was like it wasn't even that expensive i was so excited about it and then i had to hold on to it for it for eight months until it was his birthday and then i gave it to him and it's like on his like his like wall prominently i've yeah. like never been like when you hit a gift like that like that is oh, uh, the best it's, a, it's, a it's an art yeah. it's an art to get gift giving and it's such an activity i find like thrift shopping or like going to those things like when you are spend so much time like creating being creative and then that's such a way to fill up your bucket you know you're exposing yourself to other art that was one of the things that she said in the um the seven sacred types of rest that was <laughs> creative rest creative rest you expose yourself to other art and it helps fill the bucket it does, and I, I like – so what's been really interesting lately is that fans have been reaching out to me and being like, hey, I saw you wearing funky earrings in your special. I would let, like, check out my website. I'd love to give you anything you want. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's so cool. But then there's cool. a part of me that's like, you're a tiny business, and I'm a t- – I don't want your fr- – like, so I've been doing a lot of trades. So, yeah. like, I'll give people my cat book for free, and they'll give me earrings. Oh, or yeah, like a promotion. Or, like, book for book. Like, somebody would be like, hey, I want to send you a book. I was like, I'll send you my book. I was like, Absolutely. mine's truly worthless. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not a fair trade <laughs> yeah. at all. Someone like really put like their heart and soul into it. And I'm like, I wrote about cats too much. But for me, I think I, I love art so much and I love handmade stuff. Like when I make like a fan that does pottery, I'm just like, I made a pottery oh fan. Like pottery. I just, pottery. Oh dude, oh. I love ceramics so oh, I much. Love yes. <laughs> I love a pot. That's one of my um, things that I'm like, I'm going to get into ceramics. Yes. Dude. And then yeah. just have all the stuff and then never get to it. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. think of that scene they, from ghost, you yeah. know, when he's <laughs> the ghost, like that's, I don't want to learn ceramics. I just want to have that scene where I'm being haunted by my dead lover as I'm making, a, I'm making like a, a bowl for my granola for your new lover <laughs> yeah for my new lover <laughs> i i want to do that f- i halloween one year that's going to be me and mike's costume i think oh, i'm gonna have that. him grow his hair longer i'll get a pixie <laughs> and then we'll be the scene from ghost i mean you don't have to do this there's wigs thank you, you yes wigs. well but we'll have two wigs yeah, yeah. <laughs> please just buy wigs i can't i can't actually see mike with long hair <laughs> oh i think he I would know. do well with a little drop cut here I think it he would, would look, look like a so mullet yeah. yeah i think it would instantly his hair be a is so thick though yeah his hair is thick so it would just like stick out like frankenstein i was gonna say he's gonna look more like a simpsons character yeah yeah Yeah. um but yeah so wigs (laughs) (laughs) where where were we (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I love I love um your that you you love cats. You're like a big cat person, right? And you've kind of crafted that into your niche. You've kind of made it part of your brand. You do the catter day, which yeah. I love this week. Well, Hello, hi. sexy. <laughs> oh my god. How much were you how much were you um lifting in that photo? So I'm not lifting anything. That one of the most squats. It's Oh, you were squatting. So, yeah, so okay. in in um in CrossFit during holidays, they do these like I think it has to do with like the military and stuff, but um, you have these extreme workouts. So this one's called Murph, and basically you run a mile, then you do a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, oh three hundred squats, and then you run another mile. Uh, and if whoa. you're super fit, you do it all in a row. But I had to break it up, so I would do I would do five pull-ups, ten push-ups, okay, pull-ups are hard. Squats. Yeah, and so I have bands, so like I'm probably only pulling about seventy-five percent of your body weight. Yeah, okay. like seventy-five okay. pounds of my own weight. The push-ups I was actually able to do. Almost all the push-ups, regular push-ups, the last 50 I had to do on a box because my arms were just spent. And then you're just squatting just your body weight. So I know when that pi- – because my shirt is off, I was probably halfway through and I was not okay. And the owner of the gym in the middle of it gave me a hug. And I was like, oh, my God, Sam, I'm so sweaty. And and I was like, why is he hugging me? And then I saw the picture. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't look okay. <laughs> I was like, I looked so sad. Yeah, that just photo pale. you posted. Well, your face looked so intense, you oh, know, and it was I'm, just like, wow, you are it's going a, for it. It's a 60-minute workout. I, it's, you, the cap is 60 minutes. I did it in 58 minutes. Wow. So, like, it's 58 it. minutes of constant movement and just being like, I could have been sleeping. This yeah. Is, this yeah. is a holiday. But, but you feel um, so good afterwards because yeah. you tell people about it. Yeah, yes, you talk well, about I, it all I, day. I sent, I sent, so my, my, oh, my legs are so sore. Oh, guys, I can't, <laughs> don't I can't get this me. stuff on the bottom. I don't, sh- I can't squat anymore because yeah. I've squatted oh. 300 times. Yeah. Um, no, I sent, I ended up sending the picture to my mom. My mom's a competitive power lifter. Wow. So it's like, we're all just too intense. And so I sent it to my mom. I was just like, I was just like, look at this. And my mom, so keep in mind, like the most I've ever deadlifted, I think is maybe one. 25 okay my mom can lift 325 wow can she like lift your dad yeah absolutely my, a, i'm yeah. impressed yeah no she's she's a beast that's um, amazing so my, that's my goal is to lift joe <laughs> <laughs> and just be like take care of this baby um no but i i i, I for me i mean fitness is 100 percent how i haven't lost my mind and my mom did every workout trend like she really discovered like crossfit and then from crossfit she got into powerlifting but like I always, my mom did every workout fad from like Tybo to like Jazzer. Oh, I did Tybo. Like yeah. I did a little Tybo. Everything nineties like or early two thousands. That was yeah. That was nineties. So yeah. Did she do abs of steel? Probably. Yeah. My, every single VHS one. tape and yes. like so. My mom did all of that stuff. And finally, she like she told me she did it so she didn't murder us because she had five kids. But now I think I can see how like because I got into marathon running and I've always yeah. been, like I yeah. did gymnastics when I was younger. I think. This business is clearly there's some kind of adrenaline junkiness to it, like just do being on stage. The like you have to be in the present moment to perform, and then there's all these endorphins and well, it's stamina too psychologically, because yeah. I feel like that's why I always thought tennis was very similar to stand up, because it's like it's not only who's the funniest or strongest, it's who's who's the one that can stay in the moment the longest. Yeah. And it's because I know once I hit 20 minutes, I'm always like, I'm done. Yeah, 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 I yeah, am yeah. done. And I Especially can feel if it's not going well. Yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. I can see me drop like drop a level. Yeah, you know what I mean, because like I'm like kind of very like like a lot of energy and I'm yelling. But like I've seen like just going like to just going to a reserve <laughs> yes. level or yeah. you're just doing a play. You're like dissociating yes. to like create a barrier between you and the guy that's like eating wings. Yeah. Yes. Hasn't laughed one yeah. time. He's like mad at his wife for getting them tickets. Yeah. Like so I think in some ways 
um, both exercise helps me like shut down my crazy yeah exhaust the psychosis but yes. also <laughs> run it down yeah just like just get just not be myself for an hour but I also I think I need some kind of endorphins like I need something yeah. needs to be kind of yes. fed in there yeah because like right now like I'm I, you know I start touring in a couple of days but I haven't toured for like three weeks and I needed that rest but I slept for a week and then I like woke up refreshed and I was like, I'm sad now. <laughs> like I was, oh, like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh no, I haven't done like an hour yeah. or like been scared about like missing a flight. Like all the things that are both like good and bad about like travel and working. And all of a sudden I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm in reserves and yeah. I'm kind of sad. You have to sad. get yourself going. You got yeah. So you, you love CrossFit. Yeah, I, I didn't at first. It was just I needed, I was starting to fall out of love of running and I had done that for like almost 15 years mm -hmm. and I was like doing marathons and and I still run and I, I still enjoy it, but I clear I like to be exhausted. Like m all my friends were in yoga and I tried it and I was just like, no one's punched me in the face yet. <laughs> like, like, I yeah, to, yeah. I need to feel like I kind of need my brain. Slight to abuse. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I, I yeah. When you get to the point where you almost throw up and then you don't, that's yeah. when you feel the best afterwards. Paradoxically, I find. Yoga, I can still hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I know yoga. Yoga, you don't need to focus that much to do it. You're like your mind is just still spinning off, which is like the whole point. Yeah, and I think like CrossFit is like so hard that literally for an hour I'm nowhere else. And I think yeah, that's great. I think that's what I just for me what I need. Yeah, because I I know when I'm still doing yoga, I'm still having like um, resentments to stand <laughs> up yeah, in yeah, the middle yeah. of it. Yeah, where when I'm running, my mind is more like i gotta get through this yeah, yeah. So like, oh, in the fuck. moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either, or or it's like i get really creative like one of the things i've always loved yeah. about running is the same way that like you think of ideas in the shower or you think of ideas while yes. you're driving yes sometimes my mind just like wanders and i'll fix a joke or i'll like be like i yes. should apologize to my friend like, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> like i just there's clarity that comes with running and i i know for a fact i have trouble relaxing and i'm working on it yes um but the intermediate between meditation and and my crazy is just like physically exhausting myself yeah. like a dog. Yeah, it yeah. works. It, it works. does. Well, that's why I quit doing the gym because you're just like I'm still looking at my phone. Yeah, a, a lot while I'm in here in between reps that you're like yeah. this is. I feel like it's counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what's I, the point? I, yeah, I do want to be off the grid. Like I do. Yeah. yeah, it helps you. It helps reset the brain. I think to just fully shut down. Yeah. Now, what's your journey that you're on now? Are you into anything like kooky or wacky? Oh, thank you for asking. Of the yeah. feminine spirit? Yeah. Uh, anything? I any any overnight oats forays? Um, so I, I feel like we all have a similar schedule. Like I make zero dollars in December, like really from like Thanksgiving to like the second week of January. Yeah. Everything shuts down mm -hmm. and I don't do corporate gigs. So that's like there's no money in that time. So I'm not really working that much and I will sink into like a depression. So I didn't want to do that. So I've always been a reader, but like because I've been tired, I wasn't reading as much. So I was trying to get it, like I had like you have to read a book a month. I used to read mm. like 25 books a year. And I I'm haven't a read a book in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I only read self-help now. <laughs> 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 really, really easy. <laughs> Where they're just like Bullet being yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, nailed it. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do enjoy reading, but I was like too tired to do it. So I was like, you're going to get back into reading. Just find some books that you like. And then I got really into embroidery. I wanted to do Ooh, something. I get that. I <gasps> wanted yeah. to do I something creative it. that yes. I could like take with me. And then also like I actually have trouble locking into shows. Like if it's a really good show or it's a very visual show, I can. But like 
you know, my sister will recommend, like, I just want something to be like half there, but it's like half there and you're on your phone. I don't want to do that. I want to get off my phone. Yeah. yeah. So now I half watch stuff and I do embroidery. It got me through my Christmas family break. Yeah. Because, oh, so great. Because if you're on your phone in front of your family, you're an asshole. I but agree. if you're doing yeah. embroidery at the kitchen table while talking to everybody, well, you're just a creative spirit. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. And you're I'm just like, I'm Aunt Liz. For my niece. <laughs> I yeah. am. I was Aunt Liz. Oh, and I got I love it. so much credit because I'm, I'm one of those, like, if I get exhausted by my family, I pull away and you won't see me for hours. Or I'll go for a run yeah. and it has nothing to do with exercise, everything to do with, like, I don't want to murder just my family. Just a break. Yeah. yeah. But I was able to, like, embroider my way through family time. Oh my in a gosh. way that like I real and I was and I got my mom into it. I got my sister into it. Now my sister is like crocheting and I'm yeah. like, am I going to oh be a grandmother? Gosh. I'm like it's so like excited. Medieval parlor over there. <laughs> yeah. Just ladies doing work. Needlework. It was. We were all sitting at the ki- kitchen table. And like gossiping. Aww. Yeah. It was well, great. it does drive me insane. I wanted I'm about to go on a family vacation and the last Christmas they all were here and I have tons of photos of several members just on their phone the yeah. whole entire time that yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd like to have a conversation, and it's fun, and I feel like you get material that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're ruining my career, yeah. Aunt Sarah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like we all know you're just like on Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're just no. looking at memes. And I'm like this. We'll just like engage, or yeah. either that, just take this a nap in the, the next room or something, yeah. or watch a, a conversation. TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a meme, but in real life. <laughs> But it is. I, I mean, I, I see my whole family on, and then also like I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I don't, I don't want to be like this. Like I'd rather them see yeah. me be a dork with embroidery. But like, <laughs> I mean, the one thing I'm grateful with CrossFit is they. I love like throwing them around. Like yeah. I very much like I, you know, Scout will do handstands, and I'm holding her legs, and then I'll pick her up, and then. Of course, my older sister's like, don't drop them. I was like, it's not mine. You could probably do a family (laughs) pyramid. (laughs) Yeah, yes. My favorite, though, I made up this game called called Trash Game. And what I do is I pick up, like, my nephew, and I go to everybody in the family. I go, does anybody know where the trash can is? (laughs) Does anybody know? And I ask everybody where the trash is, and then I go to the trash, and I try to put them in the trash. And then they're like, no! And they, like, freak out. And I did that so much over the course of a week during Christmas that my entire neck and shoulders, <laughs> I couldn't move You're my neck. I oh, fucked. I mean, it. it was yeah. so bad that like I truly was like, it went on for a week and I was like, oh my God. And my dad was like, you work out? And I was like, yeah, but the weights don't wiggle. They don't yeah. wiggle, dad. Like yeah. I really fucked myself up. And like yeah. my brother-in-law is a firefighter. I was like, why am I doing this? He's a giant man. Like, yeah, why yeah. am I playing trash game? Like, <laughs> but it's so fun. So it's like, for me, like I like I like putting together, like my uncle used to do this when we were younger. Like you put together all their toys after I like they that. get them. I do. Play or Legos and stuff. And I, yeah. I try to buy him a game, and I've been like successful three years in a row where I'll buy a game, and the whole family got uh, obsessed with the game. So there was this game that I bought truly off like a Chinese website. Like it was just like one of those things that came into Instagram, and I was like, that looks like a sure. fun game. It was like in a box with a no label. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's kind of like Jumanji, Hellraiser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> truly, it was like it was like not a typical like you find it in like Target or whatever. But it was this gymnastics game, and my my older sister did gymnastics. I did gymnastics. My niece does it. It basically it you spin it around and then you have to get it to land right. So yeah. It's like you press this button. It's but we couldn't get it to work, so it just kind of fall off. And I was like, oh, I think it's a dud. And then my brother just kept working on it, and he finally got it to like just land. It would it wouldn't stick at the landing. And so I was like, okay, I think we're figuring this out. So then the entire family's ta- and then finally we got it, and then like every single person was taking turns, and then like we were you get points depending on where they land and yeah. how well they land. Everyone was upset. I saw my dad, who doesn't participate in any of this. Like, everybody was, like, outside. And my dad's like, (laughs) 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 you know. And it was, like, the most success. So that's, like, the biggest thing is, like, something we can all play together. Yeah. Dorky about. Bonding. Yeah. Yeah. It feels better. 
Yeah. It's like a wholesome meal. Yeah, you need something to distract because it's like if there's not an activity, that's when the triggering happens. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you need to we did it we did a good game at my family. I found it at TJ Maxx. It was boomers versus millennials. <laughs> and it's just cards. And we yeah. had like other people in different generations that we had to like we had a little overlap, but it's like yeah. I think f- games and activities are so key for family time. It keeps it light. Keep it light. No one's about to say anything that's a, res- a, res- a resentment in yeah, the middle of a yeah. conversation where you're like, well, what did you mean by that? You're not yeah. going to get that in yeah. a game. Yeah. It's something, it's it's something like easy. It's a way to eat snacks and like not hate each other. Like, yeah. I just I feel like. Yeah. Family games. Family games, guys. What are your favorite family games? <laughs> Comment below. Or tell <laughs> us that women are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> but seriously, we are out of time. Liz, I want to no. say thank you. You're so fantastic. Yeah. You're, you're an amazing. You're a mensch uh, in a woman way. Yeah. A wench. A wench. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wench. Um, where can they find you? Yeah. Tour uh, dates and all that. Yeah. Everything's at Liz Mealy. So M-I-E-L-E. Join our mailing list. Join my mailing list. Check out some of her amazing specials. Uh, I got three free specials and then I'm taping another one in September in Brooklyn. Amazing. Bang. And please follow us, like and subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. A nice one. Lady yes. Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs> <laughs>